It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. You found The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Comment ça va? How uh, are you? I am very well. Yes, that is our French romantic. If the yes. uh, accent did not tip you off there. <laughs> <Ouais>. <laughs> and thanks for being with us. It's, uh, you know, the weekend and we want to know all about what's going on in your life. We're here for advice. We're your friends. Right. If you need advice on love, dating, romance, relationships. Give us a call, 855-905-8255. Simon, I want to bring up a topic. Um, it's something that I found out about this week. Okay. And what you think about this. I have a friend uh, who's married that did something that I feel would be a huge red flag. L- let's say it happened in my marriage. If yeah. my husband did this, yeah. I'd be really upset. How about of a red flag? How big are we talking about? It's big. Oh, it's big. It's big, and I feel like it's... Uh, leading into something that could be disastrous, even. Could be deal breaker? Could be. Um, something in your marriage that maybe you shouldn't be discussing with other people. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We discuss it all. Mm-hmm. Give advice. Yes. We are your friends in the fight for love. Always. Always here <laughs> at night. Yes. That's right. So thanks for being with us tonight. I, I started telling you, Simon, um, and our listeners about a friend of mine who uh-huh. is married. Uh-huh. And he was discussing his marriage problems with his ex-girlfriend. With his ex-girlfriend? He called his ex-girlfriend. Of all people, you know, we all have issues in our relationships. We need right. a vent. We need to bounce something off someone, get some perspective. When sure. You're, when you're inside the fishbowl, yeah. maybe you're not seeing as clear. Um, and the person he chose to bounce it off of was his ex-girlfriend, which I thought was the absolute last person on earth that he should be discussing his marriage issues with. That's for sure. I wonder why. Um, well, I don't, I Out don't of know. everybody, why would you go to your ex? To your ex. And to the, speak about your actual marriage problem. And the thing is, huh. I know his ex-girlfriend. And so she was telling me, yeah, he called to talk about the problems with his wife. And I said, well, did he try to arrange a meeting? Is he trying to get more out of you? Is he trying to hook up? Is he trying to stray? And she said, no, he only just wanted to talk about problems in his marriage. It wasn't supposed to lead into anything. So I'm wondering, Simon, what what would you think? Let's say okay. uh, you've dated some women that are probably married now. Yeah. Um, what if they called you and wanted to dis- discuss their marital problems? Would you find that odd? So in all honesty, because I have friends that were girlfriends 20 years ago that I still talk to, sometimes if we have lunch, I would answer a question. Uh, but their husband knows me, and it's been such a long time. So to me, I do it. But would, you would friend. not find it strange? If it happened to me, I would find it strange, but I'm always ready to help a friend. Okay. So I have a double standard here, I know. like, L- Let's say your wife was speaking yeah. to her ex about problems that you and her were having. Would no. you be upset with her? Then I would be. Okay. Okay, so that, I have a double standard. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. Well, because you know your intent. Yeah. You know that your intention is not sinister, but we don't know other people's intentions either. Isn't there somebody else? Like, I understand people need advice. Isn't there someone else you could talk to? There's got to be a list of 20 people that could come before that ex. Well, there's us. There's us. There's us. There's okay. Angie. There's us. There's That's me. right. We'll give you advice. Call us first if you have nobody else to talk to. You know, who would you speak to, Simon, if so, you were having problems? My therapist. I have the uh, the privilege to have a, a good shrink uh, right. once a week. So I would talk to him. 
And if, if I didn't have a shrink, I would talk to my brother or my sister first. Not my parents. But not your my pa- s- Why not the parents? Because I agree with the you. Par- but- the parents are always on your side. They will always. Reason- I mean, that's you're the you're their son, you're the daughter, you are the baby. They can't be objective. No. I would talk to a sibling definitely before my parents. Like I would never. I learned that lesson with my mom one time. I discussed a boyfriend I was dating in the past who I was having issues with. Right. And we would fight. We would get back together. Blah blah blah. But every single time, my mom would be like, "You're crazy. What's going on?" Even if his offense wasn't so major, yeah. she took it as major because her baby was sad and um, her daughter. So I, I want to know from our listeners. How would you feel if you found out your mate was discussing your private issues, relationship mm-hmm. issues with their ex of all people? Would you be mad? Has this happened to you? Have you done this yourselves? 855-905-8255. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking calls at 855-905-8255 on whether or not it's a bad idea to mm-hmm. share the problems that you're having in your relationship with your ex, mm-hmm. who I heard about somebody doing. I mean, this person's married. They're calling their ex. Or who? Who do you talk to? That's L- right. Let's go to the phones right now. Sussex, New Jersey is on the line listening on Max 106.3. Here's Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi. Hi. Hi, you guys. Um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that you would ask your ex for advice on your relationship. I mean... You know, you have to have a big sister or a big brother or some other person, maybe of the opposite sex that you can talk to, but please don't call your ex. It just opens your whole relationship up to a bunch of mess. I'd be so angry if I found out my husband was calling his ex to talk about our problems. Absolutely. Plus, the danger is if the ex is still emotionally attached to you or right. angry at you because something happened. Now right. you're having fights with two people. Yeah, it's going to two one. fires. Right. And so, Jane, I want you to uh, tell me what you think about this, though. The guy who's married and called his ex-girlfriend for advice on the marriage said that reason he called his ex was because he wanted to see if... Like, it was his fault. Like, did I do this when I was with you? Do I have? Do you see a pattern here? And she said, yes, actually, there's a pattern. You need to fix this is what I was trying to tell you. Do you think that's okay? No, it's still not okay. It's just creating a lot of unnecessary, you know, traction between your relationship. Let's discuss this more. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I have another point on this one. Thanks for the call, Jane. More rendezvous next. Jane. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were talking about whether or not it's okay to be married, be in a serious relationship, whatever it is, and call your ex for advice with what's going on. I think it's outrageous. I'd be so angry. And Simon, you said... Just just want to add a point, Angie. I mean, I'm friends with most of my ex-girlfriends, most of them. Sometimes I've answered questions, not about ooh-la-la, never, nothing like that. It would be a lie to say I don't do it all the time. But I've done it over and over and over. You're on the receiving end. Would you do it I, I would not do it. I have a shrink. I would not do it. I have a brother. I would not do it. I have my sister. But let's say you don't have a sister. You don't have a brother. You don't have a shrink. You Talk know, to the dog. Talk to the UPS I, guy. I don't care who it is. Don't call that ex. I think it's the last resort. But I can't be here sitting that it's so bad because I've helped. And that's why the intent, Angie, is everything is that if the intent of the ex is to help you, you're in good hands. If the intent of the ex is to hurt you or hurt your husband or your boyfriend, you're in very bad hands. And what is your intent? Why are you calling the ex? Because 
you have usually nobody else to call. Well, talk, the, to, talk to the person you're having the problem with first. If you still need to bounce things off someone else, call us, okay? Right. Or you can email us. In fact, Simon, I want to get to an email that came into simonandangie.com. Oh, good. We have another listener who needs some advice on the love, dating, and romance next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, your love, dating, romance, and relationship besties. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Uh, bonsoir. I am well. Thank you for being with us tonight, everyone. Um, SimonandAngie.com. We have a listener email. Somebody needs advice, Simon. And it kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier in the show about uh, remaining close with your exes. So here it goes. Um, this comes to us from our listener, Linda. Okay. She says, I have a new relationship, but the problem is he still invites his women friends to all his events. This has caused considerable hurt to me. He's been friends with this married woman for 22 years. Uh, this relationship is only two months old, the one I have with him. But he's telling me after this weekend, which he's with her at a dog show for the weekend, that he'll pull back. I've told him that this is unhealthy codependence. I will never accept this behavior that my boyfriend's hanging out with her instead of with me. He even tells her about our problems. Um, tell me I'm wrong for sticking around. This pains me to no end. Simon, do you think she's wrong for sticking in this relationship? If she's sticking to this relationship, she must have some benefit. I mean, Linda, you're not a victim, right? If you're still with him, if you're sticking, there must be some good things about him because I agree with Linda, that's not the normal things to do. So I would be like, Linda, I would be upset. But we also don't know from Linda all the good things. He's very kind, maybe very funny, maybe great. So I like to keep the balance and, and being a romantic, you know, I'm going to follow Linda. If Linda, you're still in it, they must have some benefits or you'll be out. Angie, why do you say that? Well, I feel like she's wanting us to tell her she's wrong. Haven't you ever been in a relationship where you would be embarrassed for the outside world to hear about some of your problems because you know they would say, <laughs> what are you doing? You are crazy. Why are you in this? I think she wants us to tell her what she already knows because she says, tell me I'm wrong for sticking around with this. I mean, if he's choosing his female friend over her and going out of town on the weekends to a dog show. Um, <laughs> it is weird, right? It's strange. And she has said that she's not comfortable. She won't accept it. So. Yeah, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. But it's so obvious, Angie. It is, but right? so, sometimes so, you're in it and it's so obvious, but, but you are just so far in and the idea of even starting the conversation of getting out seems almost more daunting. I would like a conversation about the why he does it more than getting out. The fact that he does it at all. Well, but maybe that can stop, right? You know, I'm all about second chance and, and, and giving this relationship a chance. So, Linda, I, I think where Angie has, has a very good direction is that we all agree it's wrong, but we don't know the other side. And also, uh, maybe he can stop. And maybe he has to tell you why he's doing it. I'd like to know why he's doing well, something. Because it's obviously wrong. She says it's an unhealthy codependence. So these two are relying on each other, he and this female friend. I also would want to know more. She didn't, Linda, in her email, let us know if there was ever a romantic relationship between these two. Because they've been friends for 22 years. And if you're that tight uh, where you're going out of town on weekends, I would wonder what else is going on or if anything has ever gone on. Romantically. I would too, Angie. I would too. I think it's an ultimatum time. I don't like ultimatum, Angie. Well, I would, <laughs> honestly, in this situation, I think you have the right to say, I don't want you hanging out with other women on weekends and taking off and leaving me. You should be with me. 
on the paper, you're 100% right. Emotionally, we all know how complicated things might be until we have the conversation, right? I have the conversation. Have the conversation. But, have, but, but also set your boundaries. Wait, I mean, if, you have to set them. If he prefers to spend the weekends every weekend with somebody else than you, you need to get out. You, yeah. Yeah. But you, you have a major problem. But I'd like to give him a chance to answer and correct his okay. behavior. I would make your boundaries very clear, Linda, and also make it very clear that if he um, goes beyond your boundaries, that that's it. No question, Angie. Right on. All right. We wish you the best of luck. Linda, um, thank you for writing in. Simonandangie.com. Simon, when we come back, there is, um, you know, you know how apps always have these relationship questions? Sure. Um, Apps, but like uh, memes on the apps, right? Instagram. Mm -hmm. There's been a few that we've seen on Instagram lately, on Twitter lately, some of these relationship memes. And I want to ask you your answer to some of these questions. Okay. Okay. Okay, When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You are listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships with me, Angie Taylor, and Simon Marcel, our French romantic. (laughs) Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. If you want to find us on all our social platforms, it's Simon and Angie. And on Instagram, our social platform is where I did find this meme um, about relationships. There's so many good questions that are Uh asked uh, on social. And this one involves what is an acceptable first date. Mm -hmm. And this question was posed to the ladies, but I'm going to pose it to you, Simon. Okay. Which of these are not an acceptable first date? Simon, the movies. Is that an acceptable first date? No. Because? No conversation can happen while you watch a movie. I tend to. I agree. So. I agree. I mean, You're not really getting to know somebody. The date is to get to know someone. So I no. I agree. The strip club. I mean, come, <laughs> come on. on. Come on. <laughs> um, what about a chain restaurant? So it's like you mean like like so going to a chain restaurant sit down and have a meal, but it's a it's a chain restaurant so it's not like a fancy restaurant maybe it's I, just like an everyday restaurant. I'm okay with that. So you're okay I, with that. I, I know. Yeah, I'm okay with that because all I want is to sit with you. All I want is to spend time with you. You pull up on the burrito spot, the chain or something, or like whatever it is. Really, like but I could go see, here every day. Okay, I see your point, and everybody's gonna say I'm not romantic, but on that one, I really feel, and maybe because in France you have a coffee and a small coffee. And we don't care the where. I feel like you could be a little bit more creative. Oh, it could be. Yeah. But I say yes, I would. Okay, so I'm going to ask Simon um, some more of these what are acceptable, what are not first dates Uh when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Which of these are not an acceptable first date? I'm asking you this, Simon. Yes. Is it acceptable for a first date to go to a sporting event? No. Why? You can't talk during a basketball game, so it's fun. Of course you can. It's loud. You can talk. I want to talk I said, to you. I go to, my husband and I have season tickets to the Bulls. We talk the whole time. But you are married. But we talk the whole time. Is that a date? Yeah. Unless you're like keeping score, you got your headphones on, you're hyper-focused. I mean, baseball games can go on it's for fun. hours. I love you're basketball. Sitting there. I'm a huge fan. Okay. So, okay. Don't you sit and talk to people when you're at a game? You do. It's it's more friendly, but okay. You, I think it's, a, okay. especially if you're both super fans or something. I think that's a fun first date, maybe. Uh, yeah. Because it's kind of an activity. I'm a talker. What can I say? <laughs> okay, a picnic. Oh, yes. Wonderful first oh, date. Oh, I will prepare the food for you. Okay, uh, a party that you're hosting. Like, you're hosting a party at your house. Yeah. But for the first date, you invite the girl to your house for the party. If you're the girl, don't come. I wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, because you're not going to be special. You are one of many guests. Right. And so the attention will not be towards you. And he'll, he'll be, be focusing a, on everybody else. A good date is a private date. Thank you. How about a park with some ice cream? I mean, 
Of course. Of course. And Some um, here's one I want to ask, and I also want to take calls on this too. A trip to Miami for the weekend or wherever, like out of town. Like, we, let's say, on hey. On a first date. First date. They're saying first date, but let's pretend it's been a week, Simon. Okay. Would you ask a woman to go with you out of town after just a week? Oh, tough question. Um, it all depends on the chemistry. Okay. Well, I want to take calls on this when we come back. Is it after a week acceptable to ask someone to go out of town with you or to take a trip with someone out of town after just a week? Let's say you've only been on like one date or two dates. Yeah. Next on The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. We'll take your calls. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking calls on when is it acceptable to ask someone on a date out of town. First date? Second, third, first month? For I mean, because we had this whole thing of what is not an acceptable first date uh-huh. and the idea of going out of town after, you know, a week. Mm, I don't know. Let's pick up the line here in Hazelcrest, Illinois, listening on 93.9 Light FM. Here's Damien. Hi, Damien. Bonjour. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good. Hello. So we're talking about what's an acceptable or not acceptable first date. Um, what about an out-of-town trip early, early on? First week? Would you do that? First would you week have, of, of dating? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that could work for me because personally for me, I don't know, it's like uh, sometimes you can get burnt out on someone. You ever have that? You hang out with someone oh, for like, yeah. too long? Because vacationing with someone is very, very different. Even if it's a weekend, you're, you're in a hotel room for three days, two days with someone. Yeah. And although you had great chemistry at dinner for two hours, that's very different than 48 hours, just the two of you. So that's a good right. point. I mean, look, it could be anyone. It could be Paul McCartney. And, and just, you know what I mean? I would just get sick of someone just being, I mean. You're, would I, you I go like with Paul McCartney? You wouldn't go with Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney's like, hey, hey, All right, bloke, maybe with Paul I'm, I'll go. I'm playing, I'll go with Paul. I'm playing the Bellagio. Um, I would really like you to come with me, mate. What, what will you do it? And you say no? <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Paul, uh, uh, let's let it be. Anybody else um, is like, no, but look, I, I, I don't know. I think, you know, if you want to thinking about the little things that at, like, you know, you're going to the airport, that's going to be like an hour. How you you're travel with somebody? Airport, that's another two hours. Are you you're, serious? You're getting on the plane, that's, and then you, the flight itself, and then all this time together. You know what I mean? You make, a, you make a good point, though, Damien. You do. Simon, listen, though. I am can't, shocked. Can't you agree, Simon, that it doesn't matter how long you've known someone, how much you're into someone, whether you've been together for two years and you finally take your first trip, that can be the most stressful. You really see who somebody is when you travel sometimes. Sure, but where is the romance in all that? Where is romance in Damien, this well, and where, that? Where is the romance when you have somebody at the airport who's yelling at the person at the counter and freaking out about this, that, and the other thing? Then all of a sudden you're like, what did I just sign up for? Okay, I get that, but I don't look at it like that. Stuck. And being stuck. What stuck? You take another plane. You take. You walk out of the room. I would be more. Where you worried. go? Where are you going? You go home. You go. Well, sometimes it's not that easy. Like, <laughs> guys, you, you, the romance is to be spontaneous and to take there and to and make memories like we all have in our youth, especially. Oh la 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 la. So la, you're la. saying, Simon, go for it. If your intuition rings There's no good, safety flags that come up in your no, head. No, don't go in the jungle or uh, uh, somewhere. You well, know. bad things happen in hotel rooms, not just the jungle. Follow <laughs> your intuition. <laughs> if you, I mean, really, I would not go if you haven't had any ulala. But if you already kissed 
Ulala went well. Okay. And you have a good intuition, leave your life. Because at 90 years old, you're not going like this anymore. Here's what I'll say, Simon. I am all about you know, adventure, joie de vivre, the romance of going on a whim and how uh, amazing and intoxicating that could be. I would say if you do do that, yes. let the entire world, your mom, your sister, your okay. dog, your work, your bestie, let them all know where you are, the phone numbers, give them that guy's like whole dossier, his social security number, let everybody know exactly where you are, okay, just in case. That's a great advice. That, that's my Angie just took. What just happened? Sir, I'm thinking about my daughter. I know. <laughs> Angie's a mom, a great mom. What just happened, Angie? It's a great advice, by the way, is exactly what to do. It's you thinking yes. as a mom. Yes. Thanks so much, uh, Damien, for your call. Yes. As much as I am like, uh, we need the whole dossier. Everybody must know. Don't you dare. Oh, my God. I'm scared for you. I did this. Uh-oh. I did it. Uh-oh. And I married it. My first date with my husband was out of town. You can tell us that story, though. I will tell you the story. Okay. okay. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We were discussing, uh, Simon and I and our listeners, about going on a weekend date mm-hmm. early on in your relationship, even a first date, would you do it? I mean, there's something exciting about adventure and, you know, romantic in all of this. There is. There's it's a very safety. Romantic. Yeah, there's a safety flag that goes off in my head as a <laughs> woman and as a mother. As and a, a mom, especially. However, as preachy as I am about the safety, I did this. I did this with my husband. Uh, but my husband and I were long distance. He lived in Las Vegas, Simon, and I lived here in Chicago. And uh, we were on the phone for about a month and planned uh-huh. this first date in Vegas because it's, you know, oh, close and it's fun and there's acti- and also a couple that we knew were already going to Vegas and I'm like, "Well, let's That's kind double of, dating." Kind of, yeah. Okay. Double date and we'll see how it goes because yeah. we hadn't spent any physical time together really. Right. And I was nervous, so I said to my husband, "Um, what room are you staying in? I'll book another <laughs> room." And he said, "No." Uh, I said, "What do you mean, no?" And he goes, "Because we're adults." Come on. Oh. Well, yeah. He took control. Well, and he... yeah. And I was kind of like, okay. Congrats to him. I'm like, okay, I'll stay in your room, but we're going to sleep head to toe. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said that for real? I did. Just, you, I didn't want him to that. think that I was easy, even though I was like, yeah, yeah, daddy. I can't wait. Um, but it, it all worked out. Obviously. <laughs> However. What a great story, though. The, the entire universe of friends and family knew where I was going, who I was going with. So I did keep the safety uh, measure on. So, okay. So then after such a great story, how can you tell us or tell anyone not to do exactly what you well, did? Well, just keep it safe. I knew he wasn't a crazy person. We had so many mutual friends. Yeah. Somebody would have tipped me off. But, you know, when it's a stranger, stranger, it's maybe a little... You've done it with a total stranger? Uh, no. I would never do that, Simon. Hey, look, there's an email here that needs our attention. Oh, okay, Angie. That would be insane. Uh, we got a date or dump email. Oh, okay, Angie. Next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and advice. Simon, Marcel, and myself. Yes. We're your besties in this love game. Every night. So let us help you out. We got an email, Simon, that I want to read to you. Okay. Uh, it is a date or dump email that came into simonandangie.com. Somebody went on a date or have been dating, and they're like, eh, something happens. Do they continue to date or dump? So this comes to us from Alan, mm-hmm. listening in Marion, Arkansas on B98. Um, He says, okay, Simon and Angie, I have a date or dump for you. Okay. I've been dating this woman and her feet are stanky. 
I can't even read it. Uh, it's so bad <laughs> that every time she takes off her shoes, I can smell them from across the room. It's like a cheesy corn chip smell that makes me want to throw up. I know it's rude for me to say. It's true, though. I don't think there's any nice way to talk to her about it. So I need to know if I should just date or dump her or if I should just try to hold my breath when she takes her shoes off. LOL. Just kidding. Um, thanks for the advice from Alan. Oh, my gosh. Simon, how do you bring that up to someone? Do you bring it up to someone? And in this situation, do you do you continue to date or dump? I want to know your answer. I'm thinking about it, Angie. You have to think about what it? What did you describe? I'm still shocked by the description of the stinky, uh, stinky feet. The fact that he even wrote. I mean, he's considering staying. So when we come back, what would you do? Date or dump next on The Rendezvous. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm really troubled by this date or dump email, Simon. Simon, Marcel, Angie Taylor, love dating, romance, relationships. We have an email that came into simonandangie.com from our listener, Alan in Arkansas. Yes. Listening on B98 said, I'm dating this woman. Her feet smell <laughs> really bad. He described it. I can't read it again because I might uh, throw up in my mouth. Um, he says, I don't think there's a nice way to talk to her about it. But I need to know if I should date or dump her or just hold my breath. What, what am I supposed to do? Simon, what would you do in this situation if you were Alan? So I'm going to be realistic. <laughs> I would tell her to keep her socks on maybe for a while. Right? She's going to say, but why? Why do you want me to keep my socks on? And, and I would say, I said, listen, I don't know why. I have a very sensitive nose and I'm very sensitive to feet odor. And I think that maybe I would cry maybe, on the spot but no but but I would say I really like you I just want to mm. find a good solution I would try to find a solution Angie if I liked you I would not break up with you I would not humiliate you it can happen to, by the way over time, when you're with somebody for a long time, something like this is going to happen. Oh, of course. So when you say dead or dumb. But so this is I, new. And so it's an immediate it like. It is. Urgh. But this is like, can be fixed. I think those things can be fixed. There's powder. There's stuff. You can go to the Walgreens or CVS and all those pharmacies. So you would tell her to keep socks on? F until we find some solution. I don't Because okay. I'm not an expert in feet odor. Here's the thing. A lot of times, if this happens to a woman, it'll be because we're wearing high heels. And not socks. See, I didn't know, you know that. Okay. So we don't wear socks with our high heels. Right. So. So I would not dump. I would date and find a solution. And I would say, you know. Would you I'm just get her some odor eaters? I would. <laughs> I would. I just. I just. Because it can happen to me. It can happen to you. It's not against me. Yes. Okay. And, and it, when, it, when it's down the road, when you've been dating for a while, it's more acceptable because you're invested in this person. You're not going to leave them for something like that. But when you first start dating someone and he's, the way he described this was hard to even read how grossed out he is. So do you can if somebody had really bad breath, Simon, if somebody was a person that passed gas all the time. Okay, um, so that's a great, but it's a different question because there is an intent. So you think there's a spectrum yes, of stank that you'll, it. that you'll tolerate? There is, Angie. Okay, so... With intent or just naturally like that? So, okay... Um, some people that have odors don't smell them on their themselves. None of us do. So right they now. wouldn't know. There's somebody that I've worked with for years who has really bad BO. And I love this person. What is it BO? Uh, body odor. Oh, oh. And I love this person, but I don't. I would never say anything because 
I it's don't, not me, right? I don't want to make them uncomfortable. It's not me. Well, I'm glad you brought it up, Simon, actually. You don't like this. Uh, here. I, I didn't no, know how I to break it to you. No, it's for... not you. Okay. It's not you. You could tell me. No, of course, I would tell you. You smell amazing every day right. I see you. I'm always like smelling you. You got good smells on all the time. So, <laughs> you, what advice do you have for Alan? Date Alan, or dump? I would say date, give her a chance. This is not her fault. This is something that can be fixed at a pharmacy. There's many things for stinky feet. But he says something to her? Yes. And he says? He says, listen, I'm very sensitive. Can we please address this? I really I really like you. Please help me out. That's so uncomfortable. I know it is, but if they succeed, they might be together forever. Maybe. Yeah. I, I just, I'm a romantic I mean, energy. I just can't tell somebody to dump because of something you have no control over. Jill, our uh, executive producer, would you date or dump? I would dump. <laughs> I really Where's would. Because I would not be able to say that to if somebody. It was, if it was chronic... Yeah. And it was every time they took their shoes off. I understand if you've been running or if you've been barefoot all day, like maybe once in a while your shoes are funky. But if it was every time you took off your shoes, I would be wondering what else is smelling. No, Angie, that is not fair. Because you can really go to a pharmacy and get a powder and get stuff like that wow. that takes away. Mm. No, no. The, so uh, you said date or you said dump? I say dump. Feet. I say dump. You guys are tough. I can't, but I'm, but that's just me because I can't, I'm so hypersensitive to smells and to sounds and to visual things that if it grosses me out, I sometimes can't get beyond it. And that, I get it. a lot of people will say that that's shallow and, and whatever, but I have my thing. I have Everybody's got too. a thing. I have mine too, but I can get Passing over this. Passing gas? That I, yeah, but that's not going to go well. That's not going to go well. It's not going to go well because okay. there's an intent. So there's your thing. And some people would be like, well, that's shallow. But, but you, you can control it. Okay. Well, Alan, Simon says date. I say dump. I guess it just depends on what you can tolerate. If that's your thing and you can't get beyond it, then you got to do what you can do. Absolutely. You can't be disgusted by your partner. Oh, no. No, honey. All right. More of the rendezvous, uh, Simon, when we come back. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. If you missed the show, check out simonandangie.com. All the love, dating, romance, topics, and advice that we gave out. Uh, You missed a good one. If you missed it, don't do that again. Don't make that mistake twice. Uh, We (laughs) talked about who is okay to talk to about your relationship problems. Um, This came from a story about someone I know Mm -hmm. who's married that headed up their ex-girlfriend for advice. We all agree. I know. Not uh, a good no, idea. No, no. Also, we had a date or dump email that came in from Alan about his girl's smelly feet. <laughs> oh, my God. And then um, places that are acceptable for a first date, which kind of led into, hey, really early on, let's go on a trip. Yes or no? Do we do that? And that's where your Simon Says came in, Simon. Thanks, Angie. I said being spontaneous keeps the romance alive. And that I believed then and I believe it today. And my parents, who have more than 50 years together, still believe it. Be spontaneous. I think it keeps the romance alive. It really does. But you shouldn't have to keep the romance alive right in the beginning. It should be... Well, Amazing and exciting and all of those there things is already. Reality and romance are always fighting each other. You, It's like a there first date. A week later, you want to go on a weekend. The reality could be dangerous. The romance it could be the most exciting weekend of your life. What do you do? I'm the one who goes on the weekend. Okay. How about that we keep it safe, though? Whatever you choose. Yes. If you do choose to do the romantic 
exciting. Tell all your friends where you're going. I yes. agree with that, Angie. Be yeah. swept off your, your feet. Just, yes. Just do your due diligence and Tell your homework. Us. Yeah, let us know. Let everybody know. <laughs> Tell Mama and Simon where you're yep. going, young lady, young <laughs> man. All right. Thank you so much, Simon Marcel. Thanks, Angie. Very sage advice from our French romantic. We have more of the rendezvous everywhere. Simonandangie.com. Like we said, you can send us an email there anytime, too, if you need advice. And on all our social platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all Simon and Angie. Until next time, thank you for being with us on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.